0: And gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, how y'all doing today on this December 20th, 2022? I am the playmaker down there, silence here, ready to get you started with this Christmas edition of Hoops Talk. But before we get started on Hoops Talk, I have some things I want to do with. As you can see, for those of you who are listening or watching on YouTube, Hoops Talk is brought to you by Liz. Yes, Liz.com gets all your favorite hats, sportswear, if you want. From Liz.com. Liz buy locker room. Today and this week is up to 70% off on Liz website. Get it free US shipping with the 70% off. Just use the promo code Liz39. That is Liz L-I-D-S number three and nine. And you get up to 70% off and free shipping over orders that are 39. Also, being sponsored by Fnatic's, you know, with Sports Fans Shop. Fnatic is the official license everything, and they have a sale going on this Christmas week. You can also get up to 70% off on orders today and get it before Christmas on orders over $79 plus. That is 79SHIP, the promo code you need. That is 79SHIP for the promo code to get up to 70% off on orders. That is $79 and above. That is Fanatics or a sports fan shop. And by Paramount Plus, Paramount Plus, where you can stream live sports breaking news and amounts of entertainment. Nickelodeon, CBS, whatever you love, whatever you like. Paramount Plus has it for you. You can start now for free, get a free trial. trials After the trial, it is $5 a month, and they have a 50% off on a first year subscription. So. Get to it, winter fifty. That is W I N T R five zero with Paramount plus. And now that we got that out there, let's get to it, ladies and gentlemen. Because we know we have to do. We gotta go around the hardware. And as we going around the hardware, ladies and gentlemen, our first topic up for debate comes to us from the NBA. One of the main topics going. on going on in the nba right now is that there are more allegations coming out against the organization of the phoenix sun outside of Robert harbor as you can see here those who are watching on youtube the article title says for those of you who are listening on audio when another when are others going to be held accountable allegation of sun's misconduct is beyond robert sauber they are more, you know, misconduct allegations going on within the Phoenix Suns organization, and it's pretty damning to say the least. Despite the team being able to play through all the, discre- the- distractions that they are going through right now, it makes you think about what's going on here. And uh, thanks to Rexton Holmes, ESPN senior writer for this article. On the afternoon of September 21st, Phoenix Suns employees logged onto to an all-hands Zoom session led by team president and CEO Jason Worley. Hours earlier, Robert Sutherland had announced that he was selling the Suns and the Phoenix Mercury amid continuing and widespread angle over his conduct as majority owner. While employees eager anticipated that Worley, would, that Worley might say about the sale and how it could impact their future, Another thought another thought was burning on the minds of many on this call. It was a question that happened that had been percolating for days throughout the organization. And like all of them, it was submitted announcement through the team's new human resource department. After a 10-minute opening statement, Royley began reading questions from his staff. So there's a lot of things going on in here. There's a lot more to read, but I'm not going to get into it here because we do have a long show. We have a lot to get into on this show today. But this is just the beginning for the Phoenix Suns and what they have going on within their organization, per se. Moving on to our next article, we go to the college ranks. Iowa State cancels two hoops games due to severe storm forecast this came from the Associated Press as we trip make our trip to the college basketball rim the Iowa State basketball program for both men and the women's side canceled their games represent against Omaha Omaha for the men and Drake for the ladies because of a severe storm Article says here. Iowa State cancels a men's basketball game Wednesday and a women's basketball game Thursday because of the potential because of the potential for severe weather. The Athletic Department announced Tuesday that the men's game against Omaha and the women's game against Drake would not be rescheduled. And it says here from the Athletic Director who is Jamie Pollard says, quote, after consulting with both Omaha and Drake, we believe that canceling both games today will afford the student athletes from all four teams the opportunity to depart ahead of the storm and return safely to their homes to spend the holidays with their families. Close quote. Angels is in the path of a winter storm that's expected to drop 6 to 10 inches of snow Wednesday through Friday. Fans who have purchased season tickets, season single game tickets for either game will be issued a refund. The ISU men and women play, next play December 31st. The men will be home for their Big 12 Open against Baylor, and the 14-ring women will be visiting Texas Tech. So I do applaud the athletic directors for Iowa State and the athletic directors for Omaha and Drake. And checking the weather and making sure they come to a decision that allow these student athletes to, you know, take the winter break off, go home, spend Christmas with the family. And get back, get back in town safely before the new year rolls around and get ready for the December 31st game on New Year's Day when the men will play Baylor at home and the women would take on Texas, take on the road in Lubbock, Texas. So I applaud all athletic directors involved from all four from all schools, from all three schools with the Iowa State leading the way. Good job. I hope and I my prayers and my prayers go out to everybody in Ames Iowa that when this storm is and everybody in that region, in the Midwest region, that when the storm hits, that y'all be safe and sound, that y'all be able to spend Christmas with each other, and then we can get back into playing ball out there. So good job to everybody. Next up on the docket, sticking with the college basketball, going to the ladies, St. John's Crack Women's AP Top 25 for the first time since 2015. A little later on, I'll be getting to the rankings of both the men and the women. But when something like this happens, mm-hmm. I have to, you know, look into and read it. Saint John's earned its first ranking in seven years after matching the best start in school's history, entering the the Associated Press Women's Top Twenty Five poll at twenty five on Monday. The redstone Storm, eleven and know with they win Sunday over Providence, equal to twenty the two thousand four and 2015 that also won its first eleven games. St. John's had, had a victory over then number 13, Creighton on December 4th, helping coach Joe Tallamella. Tallamella squad earned his first appearance in a poll since December 14th, 2015. I have to admit, congratulations to the St. John's. Ladies basketball team, you're, you're talking literally seven years and a week since they were ranked in the top twenty-five. They are all to eleven 0 start. They are undefeated. It is a great day for them. It is a nice day for them. They should be celebrate, but don't celebrate too much because you got a long season ahead of you. But eleven and zero, it's a very good start. So good job to the lady Red Storms over in St. John's. Keep it up. Keep it up. Moving on to our next topic goes to the WNBA. Elena Dream and Stan Taisha White and Dan Power through 27. So despite what happened with the dream, they have extended their head coach and their general manager. MA Rob over ESPN. Dot com with his article. The Atlanta Dream have extended their contract of coach Taisha White and general manager Dan Parvo through the 2027 20, season. It was announced Tuesday. Terms of the extension, other than the length, were not disclosed, but they represent a lengthy commitment for White and Potover. The Dream went 14 and 22 last season and were in the WNBA playoff race until the last week of the season, while Ryan Howard Atlanta's number one drop pick was the WBA rookie of the year. Uh, Coach Wright had a statement saying, Quote, there's an excitement to know that the ownership group believes in you that much. I'm excited to be here and build on a foundation that we started. It's gonna be nice to see how they do. Uh, the dream came under new management in February 2021. When the team was bought by an ownership group headed by a real estate investor Larry Got an insider then then coach nikki Collin left for the Baylor Bears job in May 2021, just before the wba season started. Mike Peterson and then Darius Tyler coached Atlanta that season to an 8 and 24 record. Right and. Pado were both with the Las Vegas Raiders and were hired a a few weeks apart by the Dream in October 2021. Pot over, the GM said, "Cope, I think our own, our ownership group brought up, brought both of us in with the idea of how do we turn this around. After a year, we had, we made some good strides. What this commitment shows is there are supporting of us." To look out for the long term of this franchise. With that, we are able to make smart decisions, be patient, not skip any steps. We want to set this this franchise up for years and years to come. Close quotes. So yeah, well, it was a hell of a pick getting uh, Ryan Harrow from Kentucky. Rick, WBA Ricardia. She was she bought her butt off this season. I cannot deny that. What the Dream did was put. Put the WNBA and people who watch the WNBA will notice that we're building but we're coming at the same time so looking forward to what they do and the draft coming up and then what they what kind of team they'll put together what for it look like and then the WNBA season so that's that sticking with the WNBA and the final one for a round of hardwood we're going to talk about Brittany Griner because Brittany Griner has stated she will return for the 2023 wba season with the phoenix mercury this was already back december 16th those of you who are watching on youtube you can see on the screen and it says Grant granted her first public statement since her nearly 300 day detainment and russell said friday that she intends to play in the 2023 season in the wba for the phoenix mercury it's promising news for the basketball world, although since Griner's release last week, most WNBA players, executives, and fans have tried to not it on what her return to the United States would mean for the Stars' basketball future or whether she ever set foot on the court again. This is pretty much what it is. Uh, seems like she's doing better. better she's getting better each and every day going through the recovery process and we're thankful for that we are also thankful that she did return from being detained over in Russia for nearly 300 days even though there's some more work that the, this government has to do but we'll let them do that and do that when they can get that done but far as basketball wise The Phoenix Mercury really missed the Brittany Griner. They missed that big presence on the inside. So get her back. It should help them be more competitive. Now, they did make the WBA playoffs, but they they, they had a tough matchup with the Seattle Storm, if I remember correctly, and it wasn't going to go well. But with Brian up back, depending on where she's at around that time, the season starts mentally, physically, they should be all right. They should be ready to go and have a business as usual. Per se, so that is around the hardware right there. And as we transition to our said, man, we're gonna run the fast break. Controls it, James, all the way in for the slam. By Adams, his sixth. Moran blows by Primo. Attack. Oh! All right, let's run the fast break to give you some quick recaps of what took place over the weekend and around basketball. Let's start with the men's college basketball as number three, Houston, goes into Virginia and take down number two, the Virginia Cavaliers, 69-61. to 61. Big road win for the Houston Crews coming off that loss to Alabama at home. They go on the road and they deliver the same blow to the Virginia Cavaliers, giving them their first loss of the season. Houston moves to 11-1, to and, and Virginia drops to 81 on the season. We'll see how that affects the and then we get to look at those. Uh, CBS Sports Classic tipped off with number 23, Ohio State, taking on North Carolina. and a game that, w- that was pretty much controlled by Ohio State, North Carolina came worrying back, forced the game in overtime, and from there it was North Carolina all the way. 89-84, big win for Hubert Davis in the Tar Heels over with 23rd-ranked Ohio State. Continuing on, we had number 14, Indiana, on the road. They were in Lawrence, Kansas, to take on the reigning defending Champions, at number eight in the country, the Kansas Jayhawks, in a game where Kansas dominated from start to finish. 84-62, over 14 ranked Hoosiers. Kansas moves to 10-1 on the season. Indiana drops to 8-3 on the season. Oh, and a rematch that took place last year when Alabama took down Gonzaga. They met again in the CM Newton Classic. 15 rank Gonzaga takes down fourth rank Alabama 100 to 90. Gonzaga Bulldogs moved to 9 and 3, dropping Alabama to 9 and 2 on the season for the men's side of things. And as we continue on with the men's side, the other CBS classic took place. We had 16 rank UCLA taking on 13 rank. The Kentucky Wildcats, the Blue Ones, win the battle of the Blue Bloods over the Wildcats, sixty-three to fifty-three. John Calipari's team dropped down to seven and three, while the UCLA Bruins moved to ten and two to continue on their hot streak that they are hot on. they had a top ten showdown up in Tucson, Arizona, when the ninth-ranked Wildcats played host to the sixth-ranked Tennessee, volunteered a very close and contested game. But it was number nine, the Wildcats at home, taking a 5.175 to 70. Wildcats moved to 10 and 1. Tennessee drops to 9 and 2. And the final recap we take from the men's basketball side. We saw 19th ranked Auburn take the trip all the way to Sunny, California to face off with the USC Trojans. And Bruce Pearl and the Titans felt the upset over at LA as the Trojans take down 19th ranked Auburn. Mm-hmm. 74-71, USC goes to 9-3, Auburn draws to 9-2. Big day, big day, big weekend for the City of Angels in college basketball as the Children's and the Bruins got big wins over SEC teams. That was the men's side over there, so it over to the women's side. And on the women's side, we have 21st ranked Arkansas on the road to 16th ranked Creighton in a game with the Razorbacks. Take down the Blue Jays on the road 83 to 75. The Lady Razorbacks move to 13 and 0, dropping the Blue Jays to 8 and 2. Sticking with the SEC road matchup, we had the Tennessee Volunteers on the road to take on second-rate Stanford Cardinals. And a year that has been up and down for the, for the Lady Vols has continued because they take a 77 to 70 loss to number two, the Cardinals of Stanford. Stanford moves to 11 and. One, Tennessee drops to seven and six. And a battle of, of dominant teams so far this season. We had the Yukon Huskies in the Hall of Fame Women's Showcase taking on Florida State. A surprising Florida State team walking in as eleven and one. But Aaliyah Edwards was not playing, dropping a whopping 24 points to lead the ninth spring Huskies over to win. Florida State 85 to 77 without their mm-hmm. hair coat. Gino Oriana in attendance due to illness. He's doing much better. He's doing fine. They're saying those feel like symptoms. But the Yukon Huskies move to 8 and 2 and Florida State drops to 11 and 2. As we continue on, when our run the fast break here, uh, second part of our Women's Hall of Fame showcase 14 ranked Iowa State taking on 25th ranked Villanova. This is before they had to cancel those games. Iowa State continued; today still a season thus far, taking down the Villanova Wildcats 62-74. The cycle the Lady Cyclones, moved to eight and two. The Wildcats of Villanova dropped to nine and three. A top twenty showdown in a pack 12 close to close contest had the Arizona Wildcats ranked twenty in the country taking on the Lady Bears of Baylor, who are ranked eighteen. And a dominant and a dominant and I do mean dominant performance. From the Wildcats of Arizona, take it down to Lady Bears, seventy-five to fifty-four. Arizona moves to nine and one. The Lady Bears dropped to eight and three. And our final one for ladies basketball side, it was the top. It was a top ten showdown in Blacksburg, Virginia. The Virginia Tech Hokies ranked sixth in the country, hosting number five the Notre Dame Fighting Irish, and the Virginia Tech Hokies she suffered their first L of the season. As Notre Dame controlled the game from start to finish, sixty-three to fifty-two, giving Virginia Tech their first loss, dropping them to ten and one. And as the fighting the lady Fighting Irish moves to nine and one. Then we slide over to the NBA, doing over the weekend break. The Orlando Magics put off the double sweep of the Boston Celtics, sweeping both games in Boston, with the second one being on your screen, ninety-five to ninety-two, big loss. For the Celtics, big win for the Magics. If y'all recall, I did my opening, oops, my opening heat check on yesterday on the on my Orlando Magic Proud moment. But continue on with our fast break. Golden State was was in Canada to take on Toronto Raptors without Steph Curry. Jordan Poole with a whopping 43 points a career high for him as he led the Golden State Warriors to a 126-110 victory over the Toronto Raptors. The New York Knicks, who I begin to a little later in this program. Took a three-point win on the road over Indiana, 109 to 106, as they are keeping to rolling and continuing on to finish it up our fast break, over recap of basketball. Donovan Mitchell faced off against his former team, the Utah Jazz, up in Cleveland, and it was not a contest whatsoever, 122 to 99. The Cleveland Cavaliers dominate the Utah Jazz, and then the following night for the Toronto Raptors, they from losing the Golden State over the weekend to Monday night when they had when they hit the Philly. A thrilling game to watch, 1-on-4, 1-on-1, the Philadelphia 76ers take down the Toronto Raptors in overtime. In the game, it was Anthony Edwards versus Luka Doncic. Luka was ejected in the second half of this game as Anthony Edwards and the Timberwolves take over from there. 116-110, to 110, a big win for the Timberwolves over the Dallas Mavericks. And the game of the night yesterday featured Zion Williamson and the New Orleans Pelicans hosting Giannis into the Cooper and the Milwaukee Bucks in a game where Giannis Brown led the way for the New Orleans Pelicans, dropping thirty-seven points. But it was Giannis into the Cooper with that forty double, with a forty-point double-double to lead the Milwaukee Bucks one twenty-eight to one nineteen win on the road in New Orleans. That was the fast break portion of the show. But before we head to our first commercial break of the day. Here are our top ten, our uh, top twenty-five polls from the AP. This is our women's poll. Our top ten. So, South Carolina eleven, and those still at number one. Still at number two is the Stanford Cardinals at eleven and one. At number three, you, you Ohio State. The, the Ohio State Buckeyes at 11 and 0. Indiana right behind them at 11 and 0 at number 4. Number 5, the Notre Dame Fire Iris. Number 6, the UNC Lady Tar Heels. The Lady Wolfpack come in at number 7 for NC State. Number 8 is the Virginia Tech Hogies. Number 9, the Yukon Huskies. And number running out the top 10 is the Lady Tigers of LSU. As you can see here, here's the rest of your top 25. USC, Utah, Iowa, Iowa State. Maryland, Oregon, Arkansas, Arizona, Michigan, Kansas, Creighton, Gonzaga, Oklahoma, Baylor, and St. John's. As you recall, we just did our around or oh, around the hardwood seven with the lady, the lady red storms finally cracked the top 25 since 2015. There you go, ranked that 25th right here. That is the ladies AP top 25. Here is the men's. Top 25, Purdue remaining at number one at 11 at 0. The Yukon Huskies coming in at tw- with a 12-0 record coming in the second. Houston at number three with that big win that they took over Virginia. The reigning defending champion Kansas, Kansas Jayhawks coming in at four. Arizona Wildcats at five. The Virginia Cavaliers at seven had lost to Houston, dropped to six. Texas at seven. Tennessee is at eight. Alabama at nine. And Arkansas is at ten. As you can see here, that is three consecutive sec teams ranked in the top ten okay so that's pretty interesting to see right there but the rest of the top 25 gonzaga 11 baylor 12 ucla 13 duke 14 mississippi state 15 illinois 16 wisconsin 17 indiana 18 kentucky 19 tcu 20 virginia tech 21 miami 22 auburn 23 Marquette twenty four getting into the rankings for the first time this season and rounding out the top twenty five in a surprising fashion at eleven and one it is the Arizona State Sun Devils shout out to them and whatnot ladies and gentlemen that is that we're gonna take our first commercial break here and when we come back one of the teams in the in the borough is getting is getting a heat check because both of them getting the heat check today. It's the first one of the heat check. I think we going to Brooklyn. We'll be back. The Playmakers Bar is proudly mm-hmm. to announce that is it's letter that partnership deal with Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus. Stream live sports from any device that you have, whether it's your computer, laptop, or even your cellular device. Catch Breaking Loose live when it happens. And enjoy a mountain of entertainment from movies, to shows, to whatever you love doing. Paramount Plus. Plan starts at $4.99 a month, but right now, you can get a free trial. Just hit that link below with the Playmakers blog and start your free trial right now. Paramount Plus. Mountains of entertainment. and welcome back to shooting lights out with the playmaker here as we get ready for this Christmas week edition of this and as you can see we're going heat check and our heat check takes us to Brooklyn 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 yes surprisingly the Brooklyn Nets are getting a heat check today because those dudes are on a 6 game winning streak as are right now ladies and gentlemen the Brooklyn Nets are 19 and 12 on the year Fourth in the East, as you can see on your screen, for those who are watching on YouTube, for those of you who are listening to the audio, we appreciate it. The Brooklyn Nets are 17th in points per game, 9th in opponent's points per game, 28th in rebounding, and 11 in assists. For those of you who are listening to the audio, I'm going to give you the numbers. Points per game, the Nets are averaging 113.1 per game. Opponents' points per game, they are giving up 11.4 points per game, that is a plus two in my book for the Brooklyn Nets. Rebounding-wise, they are rebounding averages 40.40 and a half per game. Assists, they are averaging 26 assists a game for the Brooklyn Nets. And it's amazing. They are currently currently on assist game winning Street. But as you can see here, those of you who are looking at YouTube, you have here, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, in these 16 games when they must spend from november 17th all the way down to december 18th from november 17th when they went to portland all the way down to december 18th when they played at detroit that is 16 games they are 13 and three and within those games they beat portland on the road they came home and beat memphis they went they went to toronto and beat the raptors they came home and beat portland okay they beat Toronto at home. They beat Boston at home. They beat Atlanta at home. They went to the Indiana and beat the Indiana Pacers. They went back to Toronto and beat Toronto. At least none of them games, are, to me, are impressive wins out of the 13 that they have. Okay? This is a quite remarkable, speaking of what took place with them. So that tells you when they are not involving themselves in drama and whatnot, this team can actually play some ball because we are know who they are led by. In this fashion, okay, and as especially as you see that in their last ten games they are nine one in their last ten games, okay, with the only loss coming to the Boston Celtics at home on December fourth. That was their that's their last loss. They won their last they won their last six in a row, but we'll get to that in a minute. But we all know who they are led by. They are led by one Kevin Durant, and this season so far, Kevin Durant is averaging thirty point four points per game. Giving you 6.6 rebounds a game along with 5.3 assists per game, but he's not alone because now that he's not chirping on Twitter like he used to, Kyrie Irving is on the court. And when Kyrie Irving's on the court this year, he's giving you 26 points per game with 4.8 assists, with 4.8 rebounds, and four 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 and a half assists a game. They have been quiet, they've been on their best behavior, they are winning games. That's why they are fourth and east right now. And within their last six games, they have one six in a row: Charlotte, alana at Indiana, at Washington, at Toronto, and at Detroit. And within the last six games, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving have played five of those games. They did not play the game at Indiana, but they still won that game. By the way, now as you can see, those of you who are watching on YouTube, in the last five games, Kyrie Durant has been scoring thirty-two point eight points per game, shooting sixty-two point two percent from the field, forty-six point two from three-point range grabbing 6.2 rebounds and dishing and out 4.8 assists, okay? But let's look at Kyrie Irving in the same five games that he played because he didn't play against Indiana as well. He's giving you 32 points a game, shooting 54.2 from the field, 37.8 from three, grabbing 6.2 rebounds and dishing out five assists a game. So both Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving both are doing their thing. They both putting the ball in the bucket. They both are rebounding and they both dishing out assists as well. So they are combining right now. If I'm looking at this correctly, so exactly you can sit here and say they both give me a 32 points a game, shooting around shooting around 55 to 60 percent from the field, a good 40 percent from three, giving you at least giving you 6.2 rebounds a game and five assists a game combined. On average, so you getting so you're getting ten assists a game with both of them. You getting them, so you are getting As I said that one. So with both Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant combined in the last five games, you're getting sixty-four points a game, around around fifty-eight percent shooting, forty percent from three. 12 rebounds a game and 10 assists a game. When they play ball, you see the results. 13 and 3 in their last 16 games, 9 and 1 in their last 10, and they won their last six. Now, the question is can they keep it going? That is the question because uh, next tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, they have the Golden State Warriors without Steph Curry. Now, we should see if there's a Clay Thompson. If that's a dream on green, maybe Jordan Poole plays. We shall see. Depends on how Steve Chris feels. But the Golden State Warriors plays a visit to the Berkeley Center to take on the Brooklyn Nets at 7.30 Eastern Standard Time tomorrow on EVA TV. Okay. Then on Friday, ladies and gentlemen, Friday, the Milwaukee Bucks come walking in. The team with the best record in the league right now because Boston has been on Illusion Street. That game is at 7.30 Eastern Standard Time on EVA TV. So you have you have a game against the reigning defending champions without the Finals MVP and Steph Curry tomorrow, and then two days after that on a Friday you play the best team in the NBA right now, in the Milwaukee Bucks. And then the day after Christmas, ladies and gentlemen, the day after Christmas, uh, we're looking at a uh, Monday here next Monday. You go to the Cleveland Cavaliers on NBA TV at seven PM. That's not an easy game either because Cleveland's on the tear as well with Donovan Mitchell and Darius and... And Jonathan Allen. So we should see how that goes. Then you then you go to the Atlanta Hawks on the 28th and then New Year's Eve. You're at the Charlotte Hornets to break in the New Year. So within your next one, two, three, five games, let's see what your streak is at then. Can you get to 11-0? You might lose a game or two in there. I can see you losing at least two. I can see you losing by the game or two. Probably Milwaukee and Cleveland. I think, you'll get past, I think you'll get to seven. I think you you should be able to get past Golden State without Steph Curry. And you don't know what the deal is with Kelly Thompson and Draymond Green. So I'll give you that. But you might lose to my walk in Cleveland. But I can see you beating Atlanta and Sh- and Charlotte. So you should be, you should be doing good. So what you have 19? So I'm giving you so I'm giving you three and two for your next one. So that'll put you at what 22. 22-14, and 14. that's a very good worker going into the new year, despite how y'all started. So, I must admit, the Brooklyn Nets, they all playing some good ball. That's why they getting the heat check. They playing good ball. They are on fire right now. Can they keep it going? We shall see. A we'll break, and we'll be back because we got a flagrant fire to get out. And welcome back to Shooting Lightside, As y'all can saw, that is all the show that you can follow from the Playmakers bar Network. As cleaning Shooting Lights Out that is here right now, uh, Arch Roberts Football is also another show that we do. That's under the Playmakers bar. I'll, I'll also with the Pain Train Pipe Bomb um, Productions, as well as Bearing Down the Great Iron. And you have really Talk that I host. you also have the stuff my man Alex I does. Cowboys Talk race quit uh, ringside chaos ranking around the diamond internet lc so there's a lot of there's a lot of content under the playmakers bar well that no matter what sport you love we got you covered now for those of you who are sitting here and you're looking at it you see a florida state logo on there and you're asking yourself why do you see a florida state logo on there? because my flagrant foul today comes to you by the way of the florida state seminoles you know now why is it that we are doing florida state Seminoles here you know because we're going to get into it in a minute and I want, I want you to know that hey i pay attention now the funny thing is the football team has done well they have done great they are ranked in them they are ranked in the college football playoff ranking the ladies basketball team they are off to 11 and 2 start somehow the men who you was the dominant ones for the past years since Leonard Hamilton has taken over the program. This, however, is what has been going on with the Florida State Seminoles. As you can see here, they are 3-10 and 10 on the season, ranked ninth in the ACC with their next game coming up tomorrow at 8.30 against Notre Dame. We'll get to that in a minute, but 3-10. and 10 is Leonard Hamilton in a Florida State Seminole men's basketball team. Now, as a gator fan that I am. I should be thrilled. I should be happy. And I am, to be honest. But yes, I have a job to do. So I have to call out the teams that need to be called out. The only two teams in the Power Five that's really worse than you guys is the Louisville Cardinals, who you beat, by the way. And I'll show you. And I'll be showing the people when you beat them. And the team that hasn't won a goddamn game yet in the California Golden Bears, who I did a and Friday on last Monday. Okay. But this is the Florida State summers we're talking about here. Your opening season on November 7th against Stenson, and they walked into Tallahassee and beat you 83 to 74. Wow. Yeah, that was probably one of the stunners that I went out of my opening, of my opening show, what I did shooting lights out for college basketball. And then you take the trip to UCF and you get beat 68 to 54. Okay. You come back home and you face Troy. And Troy beats you 79 to 72. You're 0 and 3 out the gate, and you lost two mid-major teams already. And then you add UCF in the middle. Then you have the the sunshine, the sunshine showdown with the Florida State Gators, with my Florida Gators in Tallahassee, and you had a 17-point lead and you saw the Gators come back and beat you 76-67. to You had a 17-point lead and you lost by nine. That is a 26-point turnaround from my Gators to do that in Tallahassee. Prior to the week before we faced off in football and y'all snuck out of that one, you get your first win... November 21st against Mercer when you win 81 to 72. After that, you go to Siena for Thanksgiving and you get blasted. 80 to 63. My, what, who is Siena? I have never heard of Siena. I don't even know what Siena is located at, to be honest. Matter of fact, I'm going to look it up right now. Siena. I just want to know what it is because I'm confused right now. The Siena Saints yeah. is what they are called. They are they are a Metro Atlantic Athletic Conference team. the MAAC Conference. That's another mid major team that beat Florida State. They are located in Lau- over Lauderville, New York. So that is Feson Troy, Siena. That is three major teams that beat you. Then you took your butt over to Stanford, who was not having a good season whatsoever. You can, you can look at the back and you can tell. But they beat you by 10 70 to 60. That's the, that's the month of November. So let me go back. So in the month of November, uh, we ain't even done yet. So right now, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You're one and six already. And then we're going we to keep it going. You go to Nebraska, and Nebraska beat you on November 27th, 75 to 58. You didn't even have a chance in hell. And then in the final ACC Big Ten Challenge that will be taking place, as those of you who have been watching, you know I covered that one in some in the previous episode. Number five, Purdue comes in, and they dominate you 79 to 69. You're 1 in eight. And then you kicked off SEC play with number three Virginia at the time. At Virginia, we knew that was a loss, but you played up. You showed up and play. You, you lost by you lost by five, five, 62 to fifty seven. But you won in nine. Of course, you played Louisville, who is the sorriest team in the ACC. There is that's the second sorriest team in college basketball as well right now. When, when it comes to mid when it comes to major teams, you beat them and you blew them out seventy five to fifty three. That's your second win, and that was at home. You stayed home and you get to play South Carolina upstate and you beat them 80 to 63. So you're 3 and 9. And then uh, just a few days ago on December 17th, you played St. John's, Redstone, not the ladies, but the men. And they beat you
1: 93
0: to 79, which puts you at the record of 10 and 3. Leonard Hamilton has been coaching the Florida State men's basketball team for 20 years. This is the worst start I have ever seen Leonard Hamilton have at Florida State. And I've been looking forward to Florida State having a lot of bad seasons. Not under Leonard Hamilton. But this is what we at right here, right now. You're 3-10, okay? And since you're 3-10, this is what it looks like. You're averaging 68.4 points per game, but you're giving up 73.3 points per game. That is five-point difference. You're shooting 42.1% from the field, but the opponents are shooting 42.7% from the field. That tells me they're getting up more shots than you are, and they're making more shots than you. You're shooting 34.8% from three. The opponents are shooting 32.9% from the field. These numbers are not really big difference, but yet you're three and ten. Wow, the opponents are shooting, what, 0. 0.6 better than you? Three-point range. You're shooting better. You're shooting, two, like, 1.9% better from three-point range than the, than the opponents? But you're 3 and 10. You're 3 and 10. Somebody explain this to me. Free throw shooting. Wow, 72.4 to 72.5. Somebody explain this to me. And Dorian Green Jr. Leading no charge for the Florida State, some is averaging fourteen points a game, two assists a game, and three point two rebounds a game. Then another person who's Matthew Cleveland, thirteen points a game with one assist, six rebounds a game. And then you have Caleb Mills, twelve points a game, giving you three assists a game and two rebounds a game. These are not terrible numbers if you go look at my my other flavor my last file on the california golden bears there's a reason why they are they haven't won a game they are winless and you see the numbers the numbers back it up the numbers that you just saw from florida state let's go back to it these numbers here are not different how are you three and ten this one i'm trying to figure out what makes you three and ten the opponents barely shoot better than you, if not equal. They barely shoot better. They y'all equal in free throws, and you them and you outshoot them in three point range. But how is you three and ten? I don't understand. I don't understand. Maybe, maybe these next few games y'all can get it together because then again, maybe not. Because I mean, look at it. This is a tough matchup. Tomorrow you play as we saw earlier. You got Florida State. You got Notre Dame coming in. That's at eight thirty on the ACC network. After that. You got a whole 10 days off because you play on New Year's Eve, and on New Year's Eve, you're going to Cameron Indoors against the 14 ring Blue Devils. I might as well put you at 3-11 right now because I don't see y'all going into Duke and beating Duke. I don't. I don't see it. You might, be the, you might be Notre Dame. Notre Dame's been up and down, too. But Duke, you ain't beating Duke. Then the surprising start to kick your first game of the New Year's on the 7th. So you to really have eight days off before you play your next game, and that's at home against Georgia Tech. And Georgia Tech has been... Playing pretty good basketball lately, so I don't know. Then on 11, you're at Wake Forest. That's a tough one. Before you see Virginia again, this time at home, which I got to find you might lose that one again. Before you go to South Bend and meet Notre Dame for the second time, and you might lose that one. You might win the one at home, but you're going to lose at South Bend. Mm-hmm. Then you go to Pittsburgh on the 21st. Then you got a showdown with Miami, who's winning twenty-second, and they are not playing no ball right now. They are. They, Miami is for real. That's a hell. Clemson comes in. Clemson has been playing some ball. That might be a hell. I at least see what the many game. We're talking one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Even that's nine games I already see at least three losses. No, take that back. One, two, three, four. That's why I already see five losses at Duke. Virginia again at Notre Dame against Miami and against Clemson. That's five losses right there. So if I'm already counting five losses, let's put you at 15 losses already. And giving you four wins. That's 7-15 and 15 on the season. If my prediction comes out of the way, I'm looking at it right now. You split with Notre Dame. You lose to Duke. You probably get past Georgia Tech. Oh, no, you lose the regular four. I'm thinking you lose. No, I'll take that back. You're going to lose that right four. I'll make that six. So you're six. And, like, eight. You're six and 16. You're 10 games on the 500. If this comes out of the way, I think it is. I don't know what's going on, but Leonard Hamilton. I'm just gonna say, I'm gonna need you to get it together. I'm gonna need you to find a way to get this right. Even though I'm even though I shouldn't enjoy this as a Gator fan, I have never seen an ever-two Florida State team under Lemon Hamilton this bad. And it's the funny thing is the numbers don't even show how bad. The numbers don't even show yet y'all this bad. I don't know what it is. Somebody, somebody in town has to tell me why the Florida State Seminoles are three and ten. And the numbers are not that dispersion apart. Between what, how Florida State plays on offense and, and how opponents do against them. They should not be 3-10, but they're 3-10. I don't know. But Florida State, you're getting the flavor foul, okay? That's, that's all. I can't. I, I'm, I'm, I'm astonished by this, but you're getting the flavor foul. So, with that being said, take a break. We're going to get to our next heat check and some games to watch to close out the show. We'll be there. The Playmakers blog is proudly to announce that it is sponsored by Fanatics. Fanatics, where you can get all your official license, sports gear, memorabilia, whether it's for the National Football League, the National Basketball Association, Major League Baseball, National Hockey League, or even International Soccer League, or even college sports. So whip your team. whip the hardware. Get comfortable. Because fanatics is the way to go. Where sports fans shop and officially. Welcome back to Shooting Lightside. And as you see on the screen, you have your second heat check. And we're sticking in the state of New York. Like I said, the borough is on tap for heat check because now we're going to talk New York Knicks. The New York Knicks. Ladies and gentlemen, the Knicks have been balling lately. Just as the Nets are. New York Knicks are currently six in the East, but they're 17 and 13 record, ladies and gentlemen. They have on, they are on their current seven game winning streak. They have won eight of their last ten games. As those of you who are watching on YouTube, the numbers are right in front of you. Fourteenth in points per game at 114.1, thirteen in points points per game at 112.2. That is a plus two for the Knicks. Third in rebounding, ladies and gentlemen, at 47.6 rebounds a game and 24th in assists. With 23 assists a game. Like I said, in their last 10 games, they are 8-2. You're talking wins over the Cleveland Cavaliers, the Atlanta Hawks, the Sacramento Kings, the Indiana Pacers, and the Chicago Bulls twice. The only losses come to the Milwaukee Bucks and the Dallas Mavericks. They have won seven in a row, but we'll get to that in a minute, as you can see here. Julius Randle is leading the charge for the New York Knicks, 22.5 points per game, 9 rebounds a game, 3.6 assists per game. His running mate who's been with them is R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett is scoring 19.4 points per game, 5.5 rebounds a game, and 2.8 assists per game. And then they had a big signing, all-season signing, and one Jalen Brunson from the Dallas Mavericks. Jalen Brunson is scoring 20.8 points per game, giving you 3.2 rebounds a game, along with 6.2 assists per game. That's what they'd be doing. But in their last seven games, all W started with the Cleveland Cavaliers back on December 4th. And with a 92-81 win, then December 7 against the Atlanta Hawks 113-1 The 89. Then it wins over the Charlotte Hornets on the road. The Sacramento Kings at home 112-90. Nine and back to back wins at the Chicago Bulls. The first one being 128 to 120, the second one being 114 to 91. And then their last game that they played, they won at Indiana 109 to 106. Knicks are playing good ball. The state of New York is playing good ball. New York City should be feeling good about the Brooklyn Nets and the New York Nets, But in the last seven games, Julius Randle has been playing tremendous. 26.7 points per game. He's been scoring the last seven games, shooting 42.7% from the field, shooting 33.3 from three, grabbing 11.4 rebounds and four assists a game. That is some good numbers. He's still shooting. I don't want him to shoot a lot of three, but he's been shooting threes. for uh, Julius Randle, he had in the last seven game, he had shot 63 threes. That is too much for my liking per se, because when you the big man and you're the big man, you need to do some work on the inside, maybe in the mid-range game, probably take one or two, three-pointers game. But nevertheless, he can, he can shoot him and he can hit him. Okay. But Julius has been doing his thing the last seven games. I can't knock him for that. RJ Barry, who's been with him. And his last seven games, RJ Barrett is scoring 22.3 points per game. He's shooting 44.6 from the field, 35.9 from three, grabbing 6.4 rebounds and dishing out 2.4 assists. That's good. Coming up from the shooting guard position, he is not the point guard, he is the shooting guard, so he's required to take shots. He's hit him at, at a good rate at 44.6 from, percent from the field. Uh, we want to get that 35.9 from three point up to about close to 40 if we can get that giving you six rebounds, which is good, giving out two assists. Let's see if we can get the assist up to about four for a shooting guard. But nevertheless, R.J. Barrett is doing his thing as well. But the big sign of Jalen Brunson, that is the difference right there. Jalen Brunson. This is what Jalen Brunson did in the seven-game winning streak, ladies and gentlemen. He is scoring twenty point three points per game. He is shooting forty-two point eight from the field, a whopping fifty percent from the three-point range, and dishing out five point seven assists. As the point guard of the team, he is putting the ball in the bucket and he's making some good passes, putting teammates in good position to make their shots. And plus, he's shooting the ball very well. Forty-two point eight, basically forty-three percent from the field, and he's shooting. And, he, and he's hitting half of his three pointers in this seven-game winning streak. Half of them. These three guys, are Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle, and RJ Barrett, have the Knicks winning seven straight. They can keep rolling. Can they keep it going? We shall see. But I cannot, I cannot be disappointed with what the Knicks are doing. And a good shout out to my good buddy Wiser Healthy, who is a Knicks fan. Ken Moore, who is a Knicks fan. There's a few of the Knicks fans that I know. Your team is playing excellent basketball. They on the seven-game winning streak. There are six in the east. Uh, the Brooklyn Knicks, because I know you guys love New York. Yeah, your Knicks for you like Stephen A. Smith, your Knicks first, New York second. The Brooklyn Nets, they're doing their thing. They won their last six. They they've been doing their thing as well. They are nine, they are nine and one in their last ten. Kyrie Irving is not with the drama. Kevin Durant is playing ball. Kyrie's playing ball. Randall's playing ball. Johnson's playing ball, Bears playing ball, the city of New York stand up, with Stephen A. would say, stand up because both the Knicks and the Knicks are playing some basketball. But like, as I did with the Brooklyn Knicks, can okay, the New York Knicks keep it going? Because tonight on TNT, ladies and gentlemen, the beginning of our TNT doubleheader, has the Golden State Warriors walking into Madison Square Garden. No Stephen Curry, so there will be no three-point barrages from Steph Curry to add to that record that he broke last time he was in Madison Square Garden last season. But there is a Jordan Cool coming. And the last time we saw Jordan Poole, he dropped 43 points on the Toronto Raptors. And speaking of the Raptors, that's who you have next on the back-to-back tomorrow. As tomorrow, the Toronto Raptors pay a visit to Madison Square Garden, before the Bulls pay you a visit, on the 23rd, then the Philadelphia 76ers come to Madison Square Garden to kick off Christmas Day, and I'll get to that as we close out the show. Before you head to the Dallas Mavericks on the 27th, then the San Antonio Spurs on the 29th, and then on New Year's Eve, you're at Houston. So you have four straight home games from today to the 20, to Christmas Day, and then before the New Year's, you, you have a Texas road trip, with, starting with Dallas, San Antonio, and then Houston. So, New York Knicks, can you keep it going? Brooklyn Nets, can you keep it going? The borough, the Mecca, the state of New York, the city of New York City, the Big Apple, they were in heat checks because both teams are rocking and rolling. Good job. And all right, to close out the show very quickly, give you some games to watch to get you through the Christmas week starting tonight for college basketball the men's the ladies side i'm sorry the ladies side with nothing going on with the men the ladies side tonight for today at 4 p.m you have the arkansas Razorbacks, best 17 17 17 in the country 13-0 and the san diego invitation taking on 16 ranked oregon in the sec patrol showdown also following that 6 30 in the same building the number three Ohio State Buckeyes taking on the South Florida Lady Bears. That's going to be a doozy right there. Because so, the teams, in, I got to admit, the ladies in Florida, Florida State, Florida, Central Florida, South Florida, Florida Gulf Coast, these girls can ball. These girls can ball. And uh, Ohio State, South Florida, it could be a very interesting game for on the ladies' side. You might want to catch that one. Then you have the Jumpman Invitational on ESPN2 at 7 p.m. tonight when 19th-ranked Michigan Wolverines take on 6th-ranked North Carolina Tar Heels. It is blue blood programs on the ladies' side going at each other when the Wolverines and Tar Heels go at it. And then at 10 p.m., we have the Creighton Blue Jays trying to bounce back from that loss, but it's going to be a tough one as they are in California to take on the 2nd-ranked Stanford Cardinals. Can the Blue Jays get back on trail? Will Stanford do what well, they do best and just dominate as they always do? All right. That's today for the ladies. Tomorrow for the ladies, you have the Yukon Huskies right ninth in the country. They are inside Big East play when Seton Hall comes rolling into Connecticut. That's at 12 p.m. tomorrow. At 7 p.m. tomorrow is Kansas. 10-0, and putting it on the road in Lincoln, Nebraska, and they take on the Nebraska Cornhuskers at, at 9-3. And then at 9.30, the Jumpman Invitational concludes with My Lady Gators. The Gators, My Lady Gators, they are taking on the 23rd rank Sooners of Oklahoma. Okay? And then we get to the NBA slate, as you guys said, I previously said earlier, <laughs> New York Knicks, Golden State Warriors, tipping off our TNT doubleheader tonight. The second of our doubleheader takes us to Denver, Colorado, when the Denver Nuggets host the Memphis Grizzlies. John Morant taking on Nikola Jokic. Tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, 7 p.m., we have Giannis Antetokounmpo and the Milwaukee Bucks coming off that thrilling win over the New Orleans Pelicans. Now, they... Take their tons up to Cleveland, Ohio to face off with Donovan Mitchell, Darius Gallon, and the Cleveland Cavaliers in a big battle in the East right there. On NBA TV, 7.30, from the from Madison Square Garden to the Broadcast and the Golden State Warriors take the trip on a back-to-back from Madison Square Garden to Broadcast Center to face off with Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and Brooklyn Nets. 7.30, NBA TV, also at 7.30 on 7.30. It is going back to Madison Square Garden because the Toronto Raptors pay a visit to the New York Knicks. And then Christmas Day. Can't regret great about Christmas Day, ladies and gentlemen. Christmas Day, five games on the docket, starting with Madison Square Garden. When the 76ers take on the New York Knicks at 12 p.m. on ESPN. Thinking next three games, as you see those who are watching on YouTube, from ABC to ESPN. 2.30, our second game, it is LeBron James, if he's playing. Taking on Luka Doncic and the Dallas Mavericks is Lakers Mavericks at 2.30 at 5 p.m. Sunday, December 25th, Christmas Day. It is the game of the day. Giannis Cupo and the Milwaukee Bucks, they are at TD Garden to take on Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and the Boston Celtics, 5 p.m. ABC ESPN as well. And then at 8 o'clock, ABC ESPN as well. Will Steph Curry be healthy enough to return? because it is John Moran and the Memphis Griffiths head over to the Bay Area to take on the reigning defending champion, Golden State Warriors, 8 p.m. ABC, ESPN. And then our nightcap will take you down to ESPN. It is in Denver, Colorado, when the reigning two-time MVP, New Cal Yogi's play host to Chris Paul and the Phoenix Suns. So those are the games for you to watch, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in today's episode of Shooting myself. Have a merry, merry, merry Christmas. I'll catch y'all later Good. <laughs> you've done great but you can't stop here you can't stop now you gotta keep going through all your trials and your tribulations you gotta keep pushing now finish your campaign. Yeah, gotta get it out the mud that's the only way to win who am I to point a finger like I never ever seen been through the That's the only way to go Gotta get it out of mud Gotta get it out of flow that's the only way to go Let's go Thank you for tuning in today's episode If you want to follow the podcast You can follow it on all streaming platforms Including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts Spotify, Stitcher, and a whole lot more This has been Shooting life Lights Out